Hi friends, welcome to Intuitively Her Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, personal development, psychology, anything metaphysical, and whatever you need to transform your life. Welcome back to Intuitively Her. Today I have an awesome guest, and his name is Javi Robles. He is a personal coach. He is a inspiring person on Instagram and we connected. Um, so if you can introduce yourself and give us some ba- background about yourself, Javi. Sure. Uh, my name is, like she said, Javier or Javi for short. I'm a personal coach, holistic health coach. And what I'm really passionate about, what I feel my purpose here on earth is to become the best, best version of myself and inspire others to do that. And the way that I do that for myself is through making healthy choices having a well-balanced life, uh, which, does, which means, you know, not neglecting the physical aspect, not neglecting the emotional aspect of things, but, uh, as well as the spiritual, but just having everything cohesively, making sure that you have time for all of it. So what I do is I help driven individuals create a balanced life that makes them excited to get out of bed every day because they know that when their head hits the pillow at night, they will have accomplished everything that they love to do and that they're on their way to becoming their best self. So that's what I feel like I'm here to do. Awesome. That's amazing. So when, um, when did that come to, to play in your life when you knew that you were meant to help people um, really step into their power, into their greatness? Yeah, sure. So it started off with me doing fitness and nutrition coaching about four or five years ago. And, mm-hmm. and I was doing that pretty consistently. And it was fun. I still felt like I was kind of achieving my purpose. But what I realized around that time before my really big spiritual awakening was that I I was still kind of searching for validation in a lot of ways. So I was using Instagram as a tool to just try and like get attention, just try and, you know, I made a lot of these pick me posts where it's like, Ooh, pick me, pick me. And I realized that I, I had all the things that everybody wanted. So I had the six pack and the eight pack. I had the muscles. I had everything that everyone wanted, but I was still insecure. And when I realized that I was like, you know, as much as I can help somebody get that body that they want, if they don't deal with the stuff that's in their head and in their heart, they're still going to feel unfulfilled. And it was something that I had to come to terms with myself. So right around the end of 2017, I was in a very low vibrational state, was just eating terribly, was binge watching things on Netflix that didn't serve me, didn't help me grow. And I just realized enough was enough. So in the beginning of 2018, as a New Year's resolution, I decided to wake up at 5 a.m. every day, run in the mornings, read more, meditate on a consistent basis, positively program my mind, go on a plant-based diet, um, pretty much all of these things, and just level up in a big way. And after I started doing that, I didn't realize that the path to self-mastery is the same path to enlightenment. And going through these different motions, I was just really surprised at how much power we hold within and everything just started unfolding for me. Everything just divinely happened right on time. And I became, I began to know myself on a deep, deep level. And through that, was just able to realize my purpose and put myself in a position to help other people do the same. So it started off early uh, in, in a different way. And just through my own metamorphosis and through my own transformation, I was really able to pass that medicine along to others that needed it. That's so beautiful. That's awesome because 
I feel like a lot of us, I mean, we're not going to admit it, but we all want attention. Like we are, mm-hmm. our, our inner child is always seeking for love and attention no matter what. Right. So like, mm-hmm. like you said, it could all be interpreted in different, in different ways. And we can use it, like you said, on social media. And it's like, wow, like, it's so amazing to actually be aware of yourself so much to be like, oh shit. Like, sorry, I mean, we, we can cuss on my podcast, FYI, but anyways, I was <laughs> like, oh my God, like, what do you eat? Like, like, how can you come? Uh, that's amazing. How could someone come to that point though? Like what, what? What drew that out of you that said, like, dang, I'm really looking for external validation? It was just that you was it just that you were feeling unhappy with yourself internally and you were just um, portraying something else differently? Is that what, like, that contrast? That's a good question. I think um, for me, it was just, yeah, change really only happens after an immense amount of pain. And luckily, I've been very blessed to be in a good situation. Like I, you know, I'm very blessed. I have a smartphone, roof over my head, food on the table, everything like that. So my problems were a little bit different. But after dealt, you know, after having that wound kind of open for such a long time, and realizing that, and noticing that, because I was always still into mindset and motivation. Mm -hmm. and And I didn't really tie in the spiritual aspect until after that point. But it was really just just knowing that I'm the only person holding myself back. Yeah. And all of these choices that I'm making, everything that I'm doing is just, uh, it's me holding myself back. It's, it's, it's me versus me at the end of the day. So if I wanted to change something, I would have to change my habits and change my routines. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that I read was a lot of very successful and fulfilled people more than anything, because I don't want to just be successful and have a lot of money but I want to be deeply fulfilled and enriched by my relationships with my impact on the people that I come across with. And all of those people that had that were all people that had morning routines that prioritized reading that ate very well, that prioritized their health. And I said, okay, well, I'm just going to follow what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And once I started following what they were doing, I was like, Oh, now I see how they were able to reach that level because you just start when you live a balanced life, everything just falls into place. And those doors open for you. You don't have to run around going crazy knocking on doors because the doors are open for you and you decide which ones you want to walk through. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's when you know you're in alignment when things flow Mm -hmm. easier for you and opportunities are like more presented to you rather than you, like you said, rather than you trying to knock on doors and trying to open them and then not be it, you know? That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Exactly. So what what are you keeping yourself... How are you keeping yourself balanced mentally, physically, spiritually? I mean, considering that we you know we can't do the nor- our normal lifestyle, like going right. to the gym, you know. I'm just wondering what what your insight would be, or what would you want to? Sure. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a quick check in on how uh, I'm doing in all kind of aspects. So mentally, I'm in a good space because of everything. Just because I know that I'm taking care of myself and. In, in the ways that I need to be. So I feel that a lot of the people that are very are very much panicking because of what's going on are people that haven't, one, done the inner work, or two, done the work to kind of take care of themselves in that regard, in that respect. Mm-hmm. So when I say they haven't done the inner work, you know, you really do have to sit with yourself and sit in meditation or just be able to kind of detach from a lot of these distractions that they put in place. Mm-hmm. And now that those distractions are gone, you know, the bars, the party scenes, mm-hmm. sports even, shows, now that all of that's gone, people are are having a very difficult time. The collective is going through a massive ego death right now. Yeah, They're having a huge shift in perspective 
and realizing that at the end of the day, you know, even with all of these celebrities, quote unquote, catching the virus, they're yeah. saying that no matter how much money you get, no matter how much you amass and, 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 and any form of status, you're not exempt and that that health is really the most potent form of wealth. So a lot of people are really realizing this. Uh, and for me, it's something that I've been doing since the beginning of my I guess, spiritual awakening. So I had been doing that inner work, sitting with myself, sitting in meditation, finding out what areas am I giving away my power and what areas am I escaping, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people smoke marijuana, but they use that as an escape. And I fell into that category for sure. Like I, I, I would just use it as an escape. And, and I realized in a lot of ways that I was just escaping from my problems in any smart, small way. It doesn't have to be drugs or alcohol. It can yeah. be by watching a show instead of doing that one thing that you know you should do, but you're procrastinating. That's a form of escapism. So exactly. all of that is, is the inner work that we have to do because if not, it just becomes harder to face that as time moves on because you just pile more shit on top of the more layers of yeah. who you aren't on top of it and it just becomes harder and that's what we're seeing as a collective is all these layers that people put on top of who they really were once that's stripped away because a lot of people like oh i'm a drinker or oh i'm this and that and now that they don't have those you know where's their identity a lot of athletes are going through it right now because their identity was tied to the gym and now that they don't have a gym yeah they're trying to do home workouts but you know that doesn't hit the same yeah it doesn't it's it doesn't, you know, and, and a lot of people are going through that identity kind of crisis in a way, but I look at the positives in every aspect. That's just something that I tra- trained myself to do because the other side of that is just not what I want to live in. So the positives in this is that when you peel away those layers, you get closer and closer to who you truly are. And when people realize that they're not whatever cravings they have, when people realize they're not their behaviors or their thought patterns or their emotions, even they get to the truth of who they really are. And once you get to the truth of who you really are, everything else just becomes easier and you enter into that flow state because like you said, you're in alignment. So for what, what I'm doing personally to just stay in alignment is really what I've done even before the virus hit. Like Mm -hmm. for me, my lifestyle has not changed pretty much um, at all. Yeah, I, I can't go to the gym. So I've, I found a different way to, to, to exercise and work out. Mm-hmm. But my meditation, my breath work, my practices, my mindful pra- mindfulness practices are still very much in place. And, and that's, that's a big key is making sure that you're connecting with yourself and you're connecting with source to make sure that you're filling up your cup however you can. And mm-hmm. understanding that fear lowers the immune system. I mean, some of the greatest minds like Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Bruce Lipton are all saying, you know, the research is very, very clear that if you're in a state, a heightened state of fear, cortisol, stress, all of Mm -hmm. that is elevated in the body, you're more susceptible to diseases. So if you can do everything that you can to keep yourself calm and to understand, I hear the big part of that, it's understanding the difference between fear and danger. And a lot of people have trouble making that distinction uh fear doesn't necessarily so to if you're in danger most likely more often than not 99 percent of the time you're also going to be afraid you're going to be in fear however you don't have to be in danger to feel fear that's the thing right so um so it's understanding the difference between the two 
And a lot of people aren't in danger right now, but they're afraid. Yeah. And so a big part of that is really just understanding what's contributing to this fear. Uh, and, and what it is, is a lot of people are realizing that they, get, they gave their power away. They outsourced their sovereignty in a lot of ways, right? So when mm-hmm. you depend on a doctor to keep you healthy or a trainer to keep you fit or, you know, uh, an accountant to make you money or a job, let's say you depend yeah. on a job for your financial security, those are all instances in which you give away your power because at any moment those can be cut off and then you struggle with finding out who you, you know, who you are, what your identity is, how you get that power back. So um, the work that I've done, and, and it's never too late to start. So for anyone listening that feels like they're giving their power away, start now. But mm-hmm. it's really finding out in what ways you give your power away. So for me, it was taking health into my own hands and just being very proactive about my own health, being very proactive about my income and, and just, um, and even the information that kind of flows through you. So that's, that's how I kind of keep my sanity in these times. It's my meditation practices, my exercise and movement practices, and understanding that feeding into the fear is only going to grow it and it's only going to lower my immune system and make me more susceptible. Exactly. Absolutely. I've been doing the same. I've been doing the same, but it's actually been pushing me more to commit and hold myself accountable to um to all the things that I want to get done in a day. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I've actually been recording so many more podcasts than I ever would before in my <laughs> life. And yeah. it's just so it's so exciting and it's so like I said, we can we can we can focus on the fear or we can focus on opportunity. And right. um, it's just, I guess it's, op- it's opportunistic thinking and solution-based thinking and not focusing on the fear. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to add on? I know you are working on a webinar, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on a webinar, free webinar for everybody because uh, as a, as a health coach, I was kind of in a tough place because I didn't want to reach out to people and seem insensitive because just because I, understand kind of what's going on with this with this virus doesn't mean that other people aren't in a state where they're kind of afraid and I didn't want to come off insensitive so I was having a tough time reaching out to people to try and book consultation calls Mm -hmm. and I realized what was happening was I was trying to be in a state of asking when I need to be in a state of giving so I realized that and I said you know what let me give what I know to try and help people so I'm posting a free webinar pretty soon on just immunity and just, you know, tips and tricks to maintain your sanity, boost your immune system, and really help those around you stay safe. And what the webinar will be, it'll be an hour long. The first 15 minutes, we're going to do breath work and meditation. And then for the last 45 minutes, I'm going to explain different things that you can do, different herbs to stock up on, different vitamins and minerals, Mm. all of these things to kind of just make sure that you're covering your bases. Because if you're covering your bases, then your mind is a lot more at ease and you're less susceptible to what's going on around around you. You know, so I'd love love to delve into that. Uh, But I'd also really quickly love to jump into some of the positives that, that we have here like even with just what's going on with Earth, I know Andrea, you've seen a lot of what's going on with mm-hmm. you know Mother Earth and how it's. Uh, what what are your thoughts on that? Wait, I'm sorry. Can you repeat it? Just disconnect real quick. What what are my what? What are your thoughts on how the Earth is kind of healing in, in this oh, moment yeah. with us? I mean, yeah. I mean, it all makes sense, right? It's all ripple effect. It's all the butterfly effect. Every small little thing is making such a huge ripple into the into the healing of the Earth. 
Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's pausing all the pollution. It's it's stopping. It's like a huge, just a huge pause, a huge stop, a huge recuperation in the name of healing. Mm. And I think it's it's beautiful. I think it's amazing. And and I know, like I said, a lot of us can't get out of the. I mean, I know because there's actual real people getting affected by this. Like they're actually getting sick, and there are people dying, and and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't wish that upon anybody, but. We can't mm-hmm. we can't stress about it. All we can worry about is ourselves. And like I said, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely by us doing that internally. It's a ripple effect that's happening externally. And um, like I said, I feel like I feel like it's yeah. very powerful and it's a huge. It's a huge wake up call and it's a huge, um, just big clarity for us to see that hey, like even that little pause that we've been doing, whether it been I don't know how long it's been like for the whole world, but mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. even that alone has really made this difference. Imagine what we can do when we're actually better, when we're actually healed, that we can, act, you know, like we, we were able to see tangibly, physically yeah. in our face that things are getting better for the world, I mean, for the earth. And for people, mm-hmm. like I said, people are struggling because things, the old way is just dismantling and, you know, it's about rebuilding and healing and focusing only on that. Yeah. Exactly. I really love that point. Um, in just a short amount of time, like you said, a major amount of pollution has cleared up in China. Um, the water has cleared up significantly in Venice to the yeah, point where the animals are now coming back in just a short amount of time. And we haven't, we haven't really done big, big changes to the planet. It's just been like, okay, let's stay home. Mm-hmm. So there's this meme that said it kind of feels like we got sent to our room to think about what we've done. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny, but it, it's kind of true. And that's just a surface-level solution. So that's why I feel very optimistic because as we continue to expand our awareness and become more loving and more empathetic as a collective, we'll find even deeper, more pragmatic solutions that will have an even more profound effect because all people did was really just stay home for a little while and and, and, and it had such a profound effect, like you said. So imagine if we really, really start making some changes, how quickly we could change everything and reverse all the damages that we've done to to earth exactly exactly and i think it's Mm -hmm. it was like i i really think it was like a cry it was a help like a cry Mm -hmm. cry help from the world like just stop Mm -hmm. you know like everything just Mm -hmm. stop and like whatever whatever you know whatever i think about whether the virus is you know you know man-made or whatever it is but regardless we can't we really can't worry what happened just worry about what we Mm -hmm. can do and now um but yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely feel that I feel that, and I think it's inspiring and, um, like I said, motivating. Once this is all cleared out, we can really take into account like maybe we can do this a whole week within you know mm-hmm. every month or something, just until things get back because we you know we all know like the water was rising. There's just so much mm-hmm. that's happening with global. I don't know if I want to call it global warming, but just mm-hmm. you know a lot of just the effects that we've yeah. had on the planet. You could even exactly. say yeah. And and exactly. even just our effect on the acidity of the water, the acidity of the water is also causing big problems. So there's a there's a lot that we're doing to to the planet just through our mindless consumption, and that's what stopped our consumption has kind of slowed down, and we've been really just very reflective. We, whether it's consumption of entertainment, consumption of you know actual foods, uh, it's just it's just really slowed down, and it's had a profound effect. Uh, but w- w- what I see, I always, like I said, I try and find those silver linings, and I just really appreciate that everybody's spending time connecting with themselves, c- 
connecting with their families, connecting with their pets, connecting with just connecting in general. And we're just so disconnected out in the outside world that any opportunity to really connect back with each other is, is, is is a huge blessing. So I'm really, I'm really happy that that's happening. And, and I understand that a lot of people are very shook up about the effect that it's happening and that's happening with the economy and the effect mm-hmm. that it's happening, and people are thinking that it's the end of the world and, and, and a huge recession is coming. And for that, I was actually going to speak on it in a story, but I'd love to share it here first. Please do. It's, Please. A, it's, it's a story. Um, so it, it speaks to the fact that everybody's thinking that this is the end right now and things are going to be bad. So there was this farmer, a farmer and his son, and they had a farm and they had a horse. They only had one horse on the farm, so it was a relatively small farm. And yeah. the horse... It was in a village, and the horse had ran away, and the neighbors in the village had come to the farmer and said, oh, my gosh, that's so terrible. I can't, I can't believe your one horse that you had ran away. Like, what will you do? This is so bad. Like, aren't you worried? And he said, uh, perhaps. Maybe mm-hmm. it's good. Maybe it's not. And then, you know, and then they kind of left it at that. A little while later, the horse comes back. With almost an entire family, you know, and a month later, the horse comes back with uh, a bride, so to speak, and and another small horse. And then the villagers go, oh, my gosh, this is great. Your horse came back. And look, look, now you have three horses. Isn't this great? Isn't this Mm -hmm. amazing? Um, You know, and and the farmer says the same thing. Oh, maybe, perhaps, perhaps not. Mm -hmm. So then the son of the farmer is now trying to get is, is trying to tame the young the young horse that came back, he's trying to tame it so they could ride it and stuff like that. And then the young boy falls off the horse and breaks his arm. And once again, the neighbors in the village come by and say, oh my gosh, this is so terrible. How, you know, your son has broken his arm now. This is so bad. Like, aren't you worried? Like, isn't this terrible? And he goes, eh, perhaps, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Then there was, uh, in the village, there, whatever country you want to say, uh, this is an old ancient kind of uh, adage, but yeah. there was this war going on and there was a draft happening for the war and they were going village to village recruiting young you know, people for the war. Mm-hmm. And when they got to the old farmer and his son, because his son's arm was broken, he couldn't sign up for the war. And mm-hmm. so they told him, oh, this is amazing. How? So the idea is that things may seem bleak now, mm-hmm. things may seem terrible or they may seem great, but the only permanent thing about this existence and reality is that impermanence and Mm -hmm. it can really be any which way it can flow in so many different ways. So to just keep an open mind and say, you know, it looks bad right now. It may look bad right now, but we don't know what's around the corner. We have no idea what's going to come of this. So to that, to the people that are panicking, I would say, you know, perhaps maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe not. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I love, I love Can you stop it? Can you stop it? Hello. Sorry about no, that. No, you're good. It's okay. Um, we're quarantined together. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Yeah, modern day life. But thank you for sharing that story, for sure. And I think that comes along with um, detachment in, in, in the current and, um, and just having hope. Having hope and acting. Mm-hmm. 
I think the biggest thing is to like we just have hope but no one's really acting upon it like what are you doing yeah. to you know a lot of people are losing their jobs okay so guess what now you're forced to sit down and we all have phones we all have computers we can do research we can find anything we want online to really create what what another way of income another source of income mm-hmm. and I think it's just like I said it's about changing your mindset and opportunity rather than um, lack and rather than fear of of what happened and yeah, I, I think, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And it's really this this virus is really being a huge mirror for the collective and showing people where exactly it is that they are in terms of their frequency, where they are in, on, on, in terms of the two poles. Are they living in fear? Or are they living in love? Are they living in abundance? Or are they living in scarcity? And it's giving them an opportunity to pick what frequency they want to live in. Because like you said, a lot of people are in this in this space mm-hmm. every second people are being like you know what let me read that book that i never wanted that i never got the chance to or let me do this meditation that i've been putting off yeah. for however long so people are making those shifts and they're they're starting to move from one side to another but it's showing everybody it's just being a mirror and being like listen this is this is what you think this is how you feel and everyone's facing that Yes. It's 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 super fascinating. It's super fascinating. Definitely. In it's, terms and it's, of the in terms of what we can do to boost mm-hmm. our immunity, I'd love to share some tips. Please do, um, please do. That will really help. So yeah, so what we can do to kind of maintain our sanity and and boost our immune system and just help others around us kind of stay safe. There's a bunch of different things, so I'll try and touch on them a little bit. Yeah. And if any of your audience is interested, we can direct them to my Instagram page and I'll be sharing the webinar information there. But Definitely. a big important part of this is breath work. So a lot of the toxins are actually released when we breathe. And if we breathe consciously using our diaphragm to fill up with more oxygen, we are, our bodies are performing significantly better. So your brain is getting more oxygen. Therefore, you're thinking clear. Your body's getting more oxygen. So it's performing better. Your organs mm-hmm. are getting more oxygen. So now they're doing what they need to do much more efficiently. Mm-hmm. So doing breath work, especially in the morning in a fasted state, and there's a bunch of different types, breath of fire, Wim Hof method, Kabbalah Bhatti. There's a ton, ton of different breath work. Yeah. Uh, you can pretty much YouTube any different types, but doing that consistently will really, really help help with your food cravings throughout the day. It'll help with your energy levels. It'll just help in a bunch of different ways. And and it's one thing to directly combat this virus specifically because it's a respiratory mm-hmm. um, virus. So it only really happens, it only really comes into fruition. It only really develops when when you have a lot of mucus and the bronchioles or just the, the airways aren't really clear. So yeah. you want to make sure that you clear them as much as possible. And this actually segues perfectly into the next thing that we can do, and that's herbal teas. Mm. So teas are really great because they they keep the they keep the throat or the esophagus uh, moisturized. So that way the virus, because when it's dry, there's no there's nothing protecting the tissue. So when it's dry, the virus is able to attach itself to the tissues and then get deep within and then start actually multiplying and, and doing what a virus does. So if you constantly are drinking warm teas, uh, it's very soothing. It also helps boost your metabolism. It hydrates you faster because when we drink very fast, we actually don't hydrate as quicker. So it's better to sip for mm-hmm. hydration. 
because more water is absorbed through as it's traveling down the esophagus versus if you're just taking big gulps, you're getting a lot that just hits the stomach and just goes directly into the bladder. So wow. in, I didn't yeah, know that. In terms That's of, amazing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so in terms of different herbs that'll help, I'll try. I'll break them down first by immune boosting, and then uh, I'll go into a different category. So for immune boosting, echinacea, echinacea leaf is very good. We also have astragalus root, which is great for heightening your immune system. Elderberry, we're seeing a lot of that in the news about elderberry helping out. Mm-hmm. And then ashwagandha as well helps with stress mitigation and lowering that cortisol. And if your cortisol is low and your stress is low, then your immune system is going to go up. Yes. The next category is going to be things that help open up your lungs. So that's going to be mullein leaf. It's called mullein. And lungwort, as well as even peppermint is going to help because it's refreshing and it helps. Peppermint helps a little bit more with digestion, but because of the the kind of minty taste and the minty yeah. aspect, it's going to help open up your lungs as well. And then lastly, we have two blood uh, cleansers, and that's burdock root and sarsaparilla root. And mm. these two roots are going to do very well for adding iron into the blood naturally. And it's going to make your blood a little bit heavier so that it flows a lot more efficiently. And all of this goes in together, you know, the cardiovascular system with the respiratory system because they all yeah. work in conjunction. So those are some teas that can help awesome. with that. You can even put all of them together into a blend, and that'll be a very good uh, blend to do. Uh, in terms awesome. of your, Yeah, for sure. In terms of the vitamins and minerals, you want to stock up on vitamin C. This is actually an effective treatment, even sanctioned by the World Health Organization and mm-hmm. how they're using it to combat the virus. You also have D3. D3 is really used to help absorb calcium into the bones, but also with immune support as well. Zinc. Yes. Zinc is a, uh, is a trace mineral that colloidal silver is something that we can take to help boost our immune system as well. Um, in terms of oils, uh, black seed oil is a very good oil. Black seed essentially slows down the production of mucus and breaks up any bad that isn't really serving the body. And then oregano oil or oil of oregano yes. is a great. It's antibacterial, antiseptic, antiviral. And that you pretty much take at the first sign of a cold or flu or any form of sickness just right in the back of the throat. Warning, though, it is very, very potent and almost spicy, so make sure you have something to chase yeah. it with because it's very, very strong. I don't okay. know. Have you tried it before? Um, I have. I actually have tried oregano oil. My grandma is all about that. Um, mm. I have, but um, I guess I'm used to it, so it doesn't hit me like that. And I, I just take apple cider vinegar yeah. shots. I know it's not the same, but I'm, like, I'm used mm. to like the, the hits, and I'm like, all right. Yeah. I know it's, I know it's good <laughs> for me. I can take it. Like. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, for sure. Good, no, it, it hits. Thank you. I, I honestly kind of I forgot about oregano, oregano oil. It's been a while. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. That's awesome. Oregano oil is super, super helpful. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Then you have different foods. So water-dense mm-hmm. fruits are going to be really great because fruits uh, are very stringent in nature, especially the water-dense ones, and they're going to hydrate you cellularly. They're going to get your lymph lymphatic system moving. Yeah. The lymphatic system is basically the waste drainage system of for toxins in the body. So when yeah. your lymph starts moving, you're moving all of that stuff out. Alkaline foods. So 
So your plant-based foods, your whole, ba- whole food, plant-based foods are going to help. And just avoid these acid-forming foods like, you know, your fried foods, your breads, your pastas, your meats, yeah. uh, things like that you want to avoid as much as possible. Definitely. Here's a big one, too. Hand sanitizer only in emergencies. So don't use hand sanitizer every single, like, minute <laughs> after touching every surface because it actually lowers. You're killing these different bacteria and whatever is on your hand before it gets a chance to get into your yeah. body. It basically goes, oh, I guess we don't need to, you know, we don't have, to. it's not getting anything to kill. So it basically takes some time off. It goes, all right, I'm taking five. And it goes and takes a smoke break, basically. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you're, still introducing some something into your body uh, so that way it, it stays on its toes. But when you yeah. constantly sanitize it every, every single moment, it just, you know, it doesn't feel the need to, to be on, on a heightened awareness, if that makes sense. Agreed. So what you want to do instead is just wash your hands often, every two to three hours, okay. definitely before every meal. Um, avoid touching your face. This is, you know, this is pretty yeah. uh, simple taking off your shoes as soon as you enter into the house after going away or taking off your clothes if you want to take an extra precaution. Yeah. Making sure to get sunlight. Um, getting so sunlight. Important. Yeah, that's you know. so important. Sunlight. Just mm-hmm. even just going, even if you can't and if go you can, Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, no, it is very important. And grounding yourself if you can to get, getting outside bare feet uh, on the ground and absorbing some of the electrons from the earth is going to help boost your immune system as well. Uh, And then close to the end, you want to just avoid any lung irritants. So any... Sorry, hold on. Or even pollen. If you have seasonal allergies coming up, do you get... Hold on, sorry. It's breaking up a little bit. So can you go back to uh, your lungs? Hello? So anything that's going to avoid... Yep. Sorry. It's like it's going in and out. Okay. So anything that's going to avoid, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, avoid anything that's going to irritate your lungs. Did you grab that? Yeah. You can continue. I can hear now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So Thank yeah, the, that's just <laughs> dust, any form of smoke, like go lightly on the smoking, um, yeah. and even pollen from allergies. Do you get seasonal allergies, Andrea? Uh, yeah, I just developed them recently, like as, as I got older. I was like, dang it. So when I went outside, mm. I was like, oh, no, I hope I'm not sick now. <laughs> I, I wasn't scared, though. I've been, I've been taking the measures. But, yeah, I do develop them. I get, I get like, runny nose, congestion, mm. headaches. Yeah. So if you want to help that uh, naturally, what you can do is just get local pollen. So you're in okay. Cali, right? You're in California? Yeah. yeah. So just get California honey, like, from California bees, and that's basically going to introduce the pollen into your body so that it's not just a strange kind of, it's not Mm. something strange when you, when it hits your eyes or your ears or your nose or anything like that. That's, that's a good, that's awesome. I never heard about that. I mean, it makes sense. It's so simple, but like that, that's, that was an eye opening for me. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So local honey is really great for um, allergies. And then lastly, last two, like we spoke on it, understanding the difference between fear and danger, because Mm -hmm. once again, fear lowers the immune system. And the last part is really just bandage any cuts you get immediately. Um, You know, make sure to take care of them. So that way, because if, especially on your hands or your arms or anything that's going to be touching stuff, just really try and bandage them as soon as you can. But if you do all of these things and you, to do the same there's no reason whatsoever why you should be in any form of danger absolutely 
absolutely to the virus, you know. I love it. So simply put, but like it's so um like I said, eye opening. Thank you. I thank you for joining yeah, for me sure. and I appreciate you for your time and all your insight. Uh, where can my people find you? Sure. So mostly on Instagram at D Javi J A V I R O B as in Bravo L E S. Javi Robles uh, on Twitter as well, but I'm taking a little break from Twitter, uh, mostly just posting content on Instagram, and very soon uh, going to have thejaviRobles.com available amazing. as well. So be on the lookout definitely, for that. Definitely, definitely. So your your webinar, they can find out all the information on your Instagram, right? Hello. Okay. Yep, yep. Just uh, check cool. me out there. Cool, cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll we'll talk to you soon. Sending love to you guys and your family. And yeah. For sure. Thanks. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share this message. Send it to whoever you think would be inspired. My purpose for Intuitively Her podcast is to share diverse knowledge and how to apply it in our daily lives. I'm sending you all love. Thank you for your time.